Welcome to This Just In, the show bringing you the latest advancements in healthcare, strategy, innovation, and public policy. And now, for the fastest voice in healthcare, here's your host, Justin Barnes. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to This Justin Radio. I'm your host, Justin Barnes, and we're broadcasting live from the Health 23 Conference in Las Vegas. Very excited for this next two days of broadcasting from the most exciting digital health and health IT conference in America. My lineup of guests is unparalleled, so stay tuned to hear the fastest voice in healthcare speak to this amazing group of leaders and innovators. And very excited for my next guest, Rich Scarfo, president of Health. Welcome to the show, my friend, and welcome back to the show. It's great to be back. Thank you. And uh, so before we kind of dive in, just give us a little bit, um, how's the show been for you thus far? And, you know, what are you excited about here? Uh, it's been a long road to this one. Yes, it has. A lot of uh, things going on in the industry. Uh, so we've uh, come here this year for our sixth event, and it is uh, our first full day today. Yesterday was a half day and it went very well. Yes. Uh, a lot of energy, a lot of new faces, new companies. So I think we're off to a good start. What, what growth do you estimate from last year to this year? So we've seen significant growth in, first, the sponsor base. Uh, we, we have about a 25% growth uh, in the number of companies participating in health this year. And they range from large companies to startups uh, to uh, health foundations, health-focused foundations, and uh, a really broad mix of companies. And I'll talk a little bit more about some of the new areas of the event. In terms of the attendance, uh, the biggest increase that we've seen this year is the increase in the number of C-suite. And, you know, there's always a lot of focus on numbers, Mm -hmm. but uh, we'll have well over 11,000 by the time we end. So that's uh, growth from last year. Um, About 4,253 to be exact are C-suite. And they're represented, uh, representing 61 countries right now. We're also seeing significant growth in the pharma life sciences space, attendees and government. Okay. What's the overall attendance? Do you have that number? Uh, not yet. We okay. still have people registering, yeah, yeah. but we will be over 11,000. Wow. That's, a, that's amazing. I actually thought your growth was going to be more than that because now that show floor looks a lot larger than last year. It is. Okay. Different facility, yeah. different shape. Uh, yeah. So it, it adds its uh, own challenges, but also, you know, different perception. And it, it's kind of nice. This is uh, next year will be the first year that we'll bring the event back to a facility that we've been in before. Mm-hmm. So this event has looked very different every year. Yes. So it's, it's, we, we design it. Um, from from scratch every year, and next year we are actually have a head start because we were familiar with where we're going. Yeah. So I will say I want to give you props just because when I came in yesterday, your team could not have been more efficient. Um, I was I able to get my badge, have it printed off within, and, and the line looked kind of long when I went to check in, less than a minute. I had my badge printing out. I was extremely impressed. You know, one of the things that we focus on with health and, and our other event five is uh, overall experience. It's, you know, at the end of the day, we're at a trade show. Mm-hmm. What we want this to be is really an executive platform uh, where companies can come to do business. People enjoy themselves. Um, they have a great customer experience. That's very important to us. They want to come back. Um, but at the end of the day, we want this to be three or four days in the year that they look forward to coming back to. Yeah. I can tell you, so far, you've uh, you've not knocked out of the park because yesterday, not even for my badge experience, checking in, they had uh, yeah juices ready for me when I yep. walked the door. I came in out of the hot, you know, Nevada air, Las Vegas air. Um, had two fresh juices. That was amazing. Again, I just I actually said to myself, 
to you know, I got to give Rich, you know, yeah. the proper credit and respect. You did a great job. You've done a great job with all of this. Well, it's an amazing team that we have, and they, they take the event very personally. The other thing that we place a lot of focus on is healthy food. Mm-hmm. So all of you know, when you're at health, you don't pay for any food, and uh, so there are healthy snacks, meals all throughout the day, and then we end up with some cocktails. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, I, I actually appreciated that because this morning I needed breakfast before my first series of meetings, and I had um, a great yogurt and berries. So very healthy. I appreciate it for that. Um, so what's new this year here at Health? Yeah. So we're targeting a lot of areas of the event for growth, um, a lot of it around wellness. So Well by Health has an expanded program this year and an amazing line of, uh, lineup of speakers. We also have a lot of uh, Well by Health activations. We have less of an area on the floor because throughout the event you have a lot of companies focused on this. So that, yeah. that kind of covers that. We also have launched something this year called our Insights Programs. And what they are are deeper dive programs that are meant to um, attract and be of interest to specific groups. So we have our Payer Insights Program that will take place, uh, I believe, today. And yesterday we did Pharma Life Sciences Insights Program. And really what they are is um, a combination of um, sessions at the event. There is content uh, that includes podcasts. Um, uh, blogs, interviews that we'll put out throughout the year, key messaging. And then also with Pharma Insights, we have an output piece that will come out from the event that will feature a lot of the key uh, topics that were discussed here and a lot of the things that were going on at the event around Pharma Life Sciences. Um, We also have um, this year a much... Well, I think our our speaker lineup is pretty amazing Yeah, it's in parallel. Yeah, we've had... had, (laughs) Good response there. Um, we have also, that's new this year, we have different pitch program. And uh, we'll have one, we, well, we've had one for the health, and then AARP is doing one. Um, and then new this year, we have our Well by Health pitch. So those have all gone really well. We had an amazing set of companies that applied for them. Um, and we'll be making the uh, announcements of all the winners today. Very cool. Yeah. And I do, I do want to say thank you. I know you had a very busy schedule the last couple of days. You fit this show in. So my, me, my audience, we're all grateful for that, no, Rich. I always thank enjoy you. sitting with you. Thank you, my friend. And so, um, and I also want to say the number of investors are here. Do you have yep. an account ballpark on how many investors are here? Uh, we have over 1,200 investors. And, you know, that's a really important part of the mm-hmm. event. We really cater to helping innovation thrive here. And that really starts with startups. So we have, I believe, about... 1,500 startups either exhibiting or attending. We have about 1,200 VCs, and we'll do about 3,000 meetings in our Funding Founders Lounge, and that's where we bring startups and VCs together. And, you know, if you walk the floor, you'll see a significant number of new pavilions this year for startups. Um, It includes everything from, you know, government pavilions. We have NIA and NIH. Um, We have uh, country pavilions from several different countries, and then we have a lot of the accelerators are here. So, you know, we like to think of health as the one event of the year that, that, that the startups and VCs just can't miss. So we try to make it a very accessible event for them. Well, you made it very successful thus far. I had two meetings there before I came to uh, the recording lounge here. I want to say a special thank you to PitchBook. They've done a phenomenal job. I'm sure yeah. you guys helped enable them. But not only do they give amazing coffee, where they put a really cool image on top of your phone, right. uh, but also they're giving out these really cool um, booklets. With you. They will personalize a booklet. But I'm very impressed with PitchBook. I use them personally. The good thing is I do get it because of media. 
I do to get a, a great reduced membership. But um, but I want to say thank you to PitchBook because uh, they did a great job and a very again very impressed. Every time I turn around here, I'm impressed by something different. So there's a lot the innovation that you guys have been able to deploy here. Uh, and just bring forward a lot of sh- trade shows. They're old and stodgy, and not as much. Yeah. you guys have brought so much energy and innovation. Well, you know, one of the things that, that excites me the most about our event every year is seeing just what our creative team does. Yes. I think we've talked about this before, but all of the graphics, all of the video, everything is created by a team of four in-house. It's amazing. And it's, <laughs> it's an amazing process that we go through, um, and it really has become a part of the event. Uh, you know, in, in terms of that, and you add that to the experience of the event. So it's, you know, again, like I said, we take this very personally and um, we want people to feel like guests here. Um, and, you know, the you know the other thing that's happening this year, if you go to the center of the floor, uh, we have our impact pavilion. And that's something that I'm, I'm really very excited about this year. It is an area where we host patients at health. Um, health equity and women at health and those are what we call our impact programs so that allows us to shine a light on um, key parts of either you know the, the um, healthcare industry that are really not always brought into the conversation mm-hmm. uh, the patient side has been really successful uh, activity for us here a lot of even last night just on our half day um, the sessions that we have going we have a patient genius bar uh, we have, you know, companies cool. can come together with patients to talk about issues. Um, we're launching nurses at Health and nurses at Five. Um, actually, we're launching tomorrow, and that will be an area that will focus on nursing innovation. And you know, what we found is that that's one of the key audience segments that has not been at Health. And we've heard from them that mm-hmm. they, you know, there's a place for them here, um, especially in the decision making process. So. We're very excited about that. And then we've also had a big focus on children's health this year. So we had a partner program with Nemours, and we have a lot of the children's hospitals that are here. So that's a program that will be growing and expanding as we come out of, of Health 23. That's awesome. Yeah, and ironically, the um, I, there was a nurse section that's right outside the um, Founders Lounge. That actually, yeah. I sat in my, my last meeting was actually in that uh, yeah, area. and, and we've, we've uh, brought a few leaders in. We'll be announcing partnerships with some of the big associations. Um, and the idea there is really to make health and buy a home for nursing innovation. Yeah, that's cool. Right, you've done a great job thus far. So what are a few next uh, health events that we can look out for? Yeah, so 24 will be a pretty good year. Yeah. So we'll, we'll kick off with five in Los Angeles, and that will be uh, at the end of February. And that's our event that really focuses on more of the business side of healthcare. Um, our audience is primarily provider systems and payers. Um, broader than that, but that, those are two key demographics. So it's more of a health IT event versus innovation. Uh, we're seeing significant growth in that. Uh, year one over two, uh, we saw, or year two over one, we saw about fifty percent growth in the audience. Uh, I think we're on track to see a similar growth. Um, we've launched there our payer and provider uh, connect programs, and that's where here we have hosted buyer, and that those are facilitated meetings. So that that's going to be a um, our first time in LA as well. Then in June, we have our inaugural Health Europe, and that will take place in Amsterdam. And that's gonna be a very different event because it's something that I don't think Europe has seen yet. It's folk, it's a pan-European event. We're not leaning into one country or one health ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will bring together the focus of health and vibe. So it will give a really broad range of topics from innovation all the way to business. 
And uh, we have a, a team that we're building in Europe as well because we, we do feel it's important to run absolutely a European event from Europe. Yep. And registration actually opened today. Oh, cool. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. Love it. And then we will go back to Health 24. Uh, we have a lot in store already for next year. You know, I mentioned nurses at Health. Uh, we're also bringing um, a full day focused on startups and innovation on Wednesday and uh, a much bigger focus on wellness, um, mental wellness, uh, sexual wellness, physical wellness, and uh, you know, keeping focus at health really on the individual. That's excellent. Well, and as we get into more personalized care, you guys are in, in that intersection very, very well. Yeah. Um, no, and I plan to re-re, I'll be broadcasting live and or recording at every one of those. So I'm hoping actually, yeah, Amsterdam is the one I got to get into my schedule, but um, I think it's fantastic. All right. Um, so looking forward, you know, Vive, our good friend Steve Lieber, I think that's a collaboration with Chime and, and Health came together for Vive. That's right. So um, what, what can we look forward to at Vive in the spring? Well, I think that, you know, the partnership is going very well. I think the biggest thing you'll see there is really the increase in companies that are coming to Vive. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, we're seeing a lot more of the large companies that have been attending the first two years now come into the event. Uh, I mentioned our provider and payer connect program. That's going to be a key part of the event. Here for at Health, we host about 4,000 meetings in two and a half days. Um, we'll host at least that many for the, the provider community with our sponsors. Um, we're leaning into Los Angeles uh, as our host city, and one of the things that we'll be launching is our, our Leave It Better campaign. And you know, we think it's important that when you come to a city, um, identify the issues or the needs and try to lean into that and, and leave it a little better than when you got there. Cool. So obviously LA has a lot of issues with the houseless mm-hmm. uh, community and, and, and healthcare issues around that. So we're going to look at what we can do there. Um, we, we also have just found that our Tequity research that we did, we started at Vive, is now part of the curriculum in some of the LA County schools. Oh, wow. So we'll be cool. bringing that component to the event. And, uh, you know, like I think, again, just hopefully another amazing event with LA as the backdrop. Yeah. No, congratulations. Very exciting. Rich Scarfo, President Health, thank you for joining us on air today and joining us in general. You're a great friend of the show and we're grateful for you. Thank you for having me. Thank you, my friend. Very excited about my next guest, one of my most frequent guests through the many, many years uh, I've been doing this. Dr. Rasush Resha from Advocate Health. Used to be Atrium, now you're Advocate. Um, But uh, very excited to have you back on here. Thank you so much, my friend. Well, thank you for having me back uh, yet again, uh, (laughs) because you know I love you. I I appreciate that. And I I love the great content that you create as well, and that's the reason I keep on coming back. Thank you, my friend. It's always a pleasure and an honor. So first of all, before we dive into the, the questions, um, what do you think of the show so far? When did you get in town and what do you think so far? Yeah, so I got into town yesterday, uh, yesterday afternoon. Um, actually, I didn't make it onto the show floor until my AMA session finished this morning. morning. Okay. And that was yeah. the first that I actually made it onto the show floor. But I love it. I, I think it's great. Um, it's got a, a vibe. It does. Vibe. To health, yes. if that makes sense. <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> and so, so there's, there's that. Uh, and that's not a bad thing. I think, I think it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of energy. Um, yeah, a lot of energy. Uh, there's definitely a lot of polish and pizzazz. But also these nooks and corners and opportunities for people to connect. connect. Right? And I think that's the most important thing that people are prioritizing these yes. days is, is these human connections um, that we need to be um, doing more of, really. Yes. right? So that we can not just 
you know, chit chat and high five and, and take some selfies and post on Instagram or right. Twitter, yeah. but really so that we can talk about how we might be able to strategize and come together to create meaningful impact. And I'm seeing that happening in droves here. Yeah. Yeah, so it's really, really amazing. I agree. The impact here is phenomenal. The high impact of collaboration and communication. Yeah, I think Rich and the team, and he told me only he only has a, four, a, a team of four doing all of his uh, kind of a graphics and design, all that kind of stuff. And I said, you've done a phenomenal job with four people yeah. to manage all this, you know, collective space, the, the energy that they've been able to do and bring together through imagery and, and graphics and so forth. So, yeah. You know, you know, the one thing that I always look forward to now more than ever, and I'm now habituated to, yeah. to actually seek that out. Are the themes on the stages? Yes, <laughs> like, good point. I know. Yes, <laughs> seriously, right? Yeah. So I'm like, all right, what are they going to do next? Yeah, because it's just beautiful. Yeah, it is true. Yeah. And um, yeah, they've done a good job, also being very creative, innovative, um, and yeah, in these resounding themes that are different pockets around. And plus, yeah, these spots for collaboration. You can walk around with people and find a place to sit and talk and chat and collaborate, like you brought up. And a lot of conferences, you can't do that. It's very difficult. You cannot. And you, you know, Justin, you know me. I'm a, I'm an innovator. I'm a strategist, and you know. As it as it comes to sort of transforming healthcare or changing habits, it is about storytelling. Yes, it is right, and and that's why these themes are important. These opportunities for people to connect and tell stories uh, in the most impactful way are important. So I love it. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. So, what are you seeing for healthcare or digital health trends in the industry today? All right. So besides AI, yes, <laughs> you know, every time you think the, uh, the bubble's <laughs> about to burst, yeah, it gets bigger. It does. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. wait for it. Yes. Um, so so I won't talk about AI. What I'll talk about is um, something that I'm really passionate about, and I, I see this as a trend. Uh, back to your question as well, and, mm-hmm. and that's the health at home space, mm-hmm. right? Um, Two hundred sixty-five billion dollars. Uh, it, it moving from sort of traditional bricks and mortar facilities to to the home, and that's by 2025, which wow. essentially is tomorrow. Yes, yes, it is. You know? In healthcare, for sure, it, it, yeah. it, it really is. And so, um, I, I think I think that is such a big movement. Um, you know, I I think it's also such a great opportunity, especially on this side of the pandemic, when you know we've had this awakening that um, you know healthcare isn't just about getting better from an illness; it is about living your best life it is about Absolutely. thriving but it's also not just just about bricks and mortar bricks and mortar ain't going anywhere right right they're here Important to stay so, right? yeah. yep. but but it's more than that it's you know what we call our connected care everywhere strategy mm-hmm. right it's connecting the dots between those bricks and mortar facilities to living your best life where you eat work live and play and and we're really excited to continue to push that boundary forward everything from more of the acute ill uh, type of opportunities in terms of treating patients at home in our hospital at home program. Right. We've partnered with Best Buy Health in that mm-hmm. and, you know, really making remarkable strides to, to some of the other areas where we can really look at um, how do we make sure that we're able to have not just sort of the transactional elements of episodic care that healthcare has been known for, not just in the last mm-hmm. 30 years of rolling out EMRs, but right. for centuries at a time, and move it to more of a always-on, ubiquitous 24-7 care. Right, which is what it needs to be, and digital health in many ways becomes this um, little angel on your shoulder that's just you know sitting there and saying, "All right, maybe more of that and less yeah. of that," right. and nudging you towards the right behaviors and getting you to that circle of wellness where we all want to reside. Yeah, I love it, Rusty. This hits home for me because I just lost my 98-year-old grandmother, and she would have lived longer if she had a hospital at home model. Yeah. She had is a very fast onset of Alzheimer's, but the, and where she was in Massachusetts, in Western Mass, did not have access to the high quality care. 
very difficult. The facility, she, she died in a facility, but I don't, the facility did not kill her. The lack of quality care, her being so disoriented yeah. it, it is what took her. Yeah. And, um, and I, and yeah, we could have done more. So a hospital at home model would have absolutely helped her. Yeah. She, she just, all she wanted to do was go home. Yeah. Um, and she could have gone home if we yeah. had the right model. We didn't have the right caregivers. No. We couldn't even find that right model where she lived. And so it takes infrastructure. It takes yeah. te technology, but also a combination of technology with empathy and, you know, looking at things like the last mile logistics of managing, you know, all of these different elements and such. And, and you're absolutely right. I mean, I, I, I know, by the way, sorry about your grandma. Yeah, thank you. And you know, I've I've got a dad who's aging. He's in his 80s and you know early stage dementia, Alzheimer's, and and you know I'm fortunate to be able to take care of him at home. Um, but you know you take you take these patients who are who are confused, uh, who are declining, uh, and who are going through an episode of whatever, and then you take them from their familiar surroundings and take them to a sterile, you know, foreign place with different everything, mm -hmm. and you expect them to get better. No. Yeah. We can do better. I watched it firsthand. It does yeah. not work. Yeah. Um, so what two to three best practices or strategies can you share to help us navigate those trends, the hospital at home trends? or Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, it, when I think about this, you know, whether it's at the health show floor or anywhere, you know, we're inundated with shiny objects, right? The first thing I wrote on my whiteboard when I joined Atrium Health, now Advocate Health, almost five years ago was we have to inoculate ourselves against the shiny object syndrome. Yes. Right? And there's a rigor, there's a process to how we actually go about doing this. And sometimes it's really, really difficult. Right? When your CEO, when your board chair right. is coming at you and saying, what about Gen AI? Yep. What are we doing in Gen AI? Absolutely, or yes. whatever right. the next topic du jour yes. might yep. be. Right? So inoculating against the shiny object syndrome, I think, is really, really important. And, and you do that by connecting to your purpose articulating and understanding what your strategic priorities are, defining those, getting clarity, right? Not just saying we're gonna do all of the above, but we're gonna do here three of these or five of these or seven of these, and we're gonna hyper-focus on these, right? So I think that's really important. And then, and then the next thing I think is, is, is really critical is partnering the right way, yeah. right? Um, healthcare, the future of healthcare is gonna be built on the shoulders of the strongest of partnerships. It really is. Right. Healthcare is too darn complex and too darn challenging for us to you know, solve it on our own. But I think if we can not just find the right partners, mm -hmm. but also create the right partnership structures Absolutely. in the right way. What does that term sheet look like? What does the partnership arrangement look like? You know, it's not just about a pilot. It's well beyond that. Right? What skin in the game look like? How do you co-create and co-develop and make sure that your priorities and that trust is aligned mm -hmm. on those specific things that you're going after? I think you know, creating the right partnership models will go a long way as well. Yeah, and I think I just, that's your new, you're in commercialization now, that's part yeah. of your title yeah. now, yeah. I noticed yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's good yeah. to that Absolutely. perfectly. Yeah. So this is the most exciting part of my show, and my guests love this the most. It's kind of, we put on, we look in the crystal ball. Um, and, uh, and I also think of the, always the Johnny Carson episode where you put on that hat and think about the future. But um, thinking you know, beyond today, you know, what key strategies or best practices um, must we think about navigating in three years from now? I know it's tough. Healthcare evolves very quickly in some ways and not so quickly in other ways. But what do you think about three years from now? You know, three years is a very short amount of time in healthcare, right. but it's also, if you think about the pace with which things are changing, it's a pretty long amount of time right. too, right? right? You gotta make those decisions today. If you, if you wait for the next two and a half, three years to make those decisions, right. 
it might be too late. You might be out of business. Correct. Right. Regardless of how we well you're doing or not. Yes. Right. So, uh, so with that, I, I love the question, and I think you know, as I think about you know some of what's happening in healthcare today uh, with the realities of the healthcare economics. Right. Health systems are struggling. Right? Very much. So. Um, they're you know, it's it's tough because we're we're in a tight place right now. You know, we don't control a lot of the costs. Um, downstream, right? Uh, but also at the same time, we are the front face. We are the ones who have the trust of the patients and the communities that we're a part of. We're facing a lot of headwinds and tailwinds, right? Competitive dynamics that we just didn't, you know, um, have in the magnitude that we do today, right? It's we're not competing against the adjacent health system down the state or up, up the state. We're competing with, you know, big tech and big pharma, and we're competing with private uh, equity-backed companies that are yes. coming in and going after the most valuable parts about value chain, right? Uh, and, and then, you know, all of the tailwinds as well. And with all of that, I think there's a, a big trend towards consolidation, which is something that we've been talking about for a while. But I think it's consolidation done differently is how I would position it, right? And you saw this with the general catalyst announcement mm -hmm. just, uh, at Health right. itself, yeah. right? That's pretty darn interesting, right? right? You, you get a, a, you know, a big... VC group essentially, yeah. like GC, coming in and making a play for health systems right. and saying, "All right, you know, how do we bring together the um, the elements of scale to really then bring costs down and improve the quality and access and some of the things that health systems traditionally have been pushing for, but struggling to get to the outcomes that we know uh, can and should be achieved." So I think consolidation um, done differently will be um, a big trend in the next couple of years. Um, you know, I'm seeing that you know, come together around things like procurement um, and seeing that um, in a number of other areas, including around um, in looking at workforce, um, you know, think about traveling nurses and such and different health systems coming together to say, all right, you know, if we were uh, to work on this more tightly, what would that look like to bring costs down, improve access? And you see opportunities around that with data. Truveta is one example, and we had Advocate Health, um, um, you know, are, are big into Truveta. We were a founding member of the Truveta work. And, and I think, you know, um, the, the, the consolidations um, done differently with these collaboratives, I think, will be uh, quite telling in terms of how you band together and what, what struggles and pain points you go after um, with, with a level of uh, what I call the scale effect. Yeah, and I, and I would challenge those uh, those VCs. I mean, I think I know that they've come in. I think you've probably seen this um, where they come in, they'll target some, some of those valuable pieces of your business, but also they've increased the cost in some of those areas. And so we got to manage that very closely because, you know, COVID, they backfilled some of the areas and staffing and VCs got involved in there. But now our staffing costs have gone up dramatically because of those investments. So we want to watch some of that. Well, that's closely. exactly right. And, you know, as a not-for-profit health system now, one of the largest in the country, mm -hmm. we're third, fourth largest health system in the country right now. Um, you know, one of the things that we always, you know, have in the foundations of the decisions we make is how do we serve our communities, right? And, uh, and our patients that were, uh, that are part of those communities. And, you know, at Advocate Health, we're, we have almost $5 billion of uncompensated and community benefits every year. Five wow. billion. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, if you look at that as a percentage of net operating revenue, it is the highest for any of the top health systems across the country. 
And, and I think that's important, right? Uh, you know, you, you got to be good at managing business, but it's not just all about making money. Right. It, it is also about doing good, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, absolutely. you know, when, when a, again, nothing, nothing wrong with VCs. I work with yeah. plenty oh, of yeah, them. Absolutely. And, we need and, them. Yeah, absolutely. we need yes. them, right? Yes. But um, when you talk about the fabric of sort of, you know, uh, health systems and, and the responsibility that we have to the communities that we're a part of, mm-hmm. I think that is a big part of it. And uh, just coming in with sort of the, the traditional VC model of, you know, make a load of money, mm-hmm. right, targeted at specific areas of opportunities and then flipping yep. at the opportune time. That's kind of tough yes. uh, in, in the realities of healthcare that we're charged with. I was like, yeah, well, it's fine. Yeah. We'll keep it out there. We'll keep that eye on it. And we need yeah. to make sure it stays measured. Yeah. Rasu, as always, very insightful. Thank you so much, my friend, for joining me on air again. Absolutely. And that's a wrap. What a great series of shows and guests. Uh, always grateful for them joining us on air. And uh, thank you to all of you for joining us. Uh, what a great lineup. But uh, what a great uh, show we've had here in Las Vegas. But look forward to us coming to you live from Vive in Los Angeles in uh, February. So look forward to that and see everyone then. Take care. Take care.